0: the station the best
1: best, best best radio station best. on the internet all Flamers radio your words mixed with your beliefs blend to become your reality what you speak over your life is what your life will become if you're always talking about how you're stuck where you are how you can't find a way to get out of a situation you're in how you never get any luck, how you'll never be wealthy. Well, you're right, you'll never have those things if that's what you say and that's what you believe. If you don't believe it, you won't even try to get it.
2: Instead of saying, I don't know how to do it, say, I am committed to learn how to do it. Instead of saying, I always procrastinate and never get anything done, Say, I am going to find something that matters to me more than anything, and then I am going to get the job done. Instead of saying, I'm a failure, say, I failed. I've learned the lesson, and when I become a huge success, that failure is going to make for one hell of a story. Instead of saying, my best days are behind me, say, my best is yet to come. Instead of believing others are born lucky or with special gifts, know that you are capable of anything. Know that you can study and commit to learning from great people. Know that you can become a great person in your own reign. Every day, look yourself in the mirror and say, I am a great person. I am a kind person. I am strong. I am capable of anything. I am growing more each day. I am committed. I am determined. I have no limits. I can have the health and the body of my choice. I will have the health and the body of my choice. I can have the wealth of my choice. I will have the wealth of my choice. I do deserve abundance. I am worthy. I am more than worthy. I can make a huge difference in others' lives. I will make that difference. Gandhi once said, your beliefs become your thoughts, your thoughts become your words, your words become your actions, your actions become your habits, your habits become your values, your values become your destiny. When you start blending your beliefs and your words together, they become so powerful you can move mountains. You are the creator of your destiny and it starts with the words you speak into your life. Speak positive things into your life, strong things. Speak love and happiness into your life, and you'll notice more love and happiness. Speak good of others, and you may see more good from others. Speak your dreams into existence. Believe your dreams will become reality. Act and live as though they are, and they soon will be. Muhammad Ali said he would be the greatest, and he became the greatest. He had no doubt in his mind. That is the same level of certainty you should speak about your dreams. I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am wise. Opportunities are everywhere. Money flows with ease. Joy is everywhere. I am attracting such amazing people into my life. I am blessed. I am surrounded by blessings. I have more than enough. I am full of energy. I am strong. I am fit. I am such a positive influence to those around me. I have amazing friends. I am abundant. I am constantly growing my income. I am constantly growing myself. I am constantly getting healthier, stronger, and fitter. My relationships are getting stronger every day. More love and joy every day. Sticks and stones may break your bones, but your words can shatter your dreams. Your beliefs, thoughts, and words will, I guarantee you, determine your destiny. Whatever you believe is your limit, is your limit. Every day, look yourself in the mirror and say, I am a great person, I am a kind person, I am strong, I am capable of anything, I am growing more each day. I am committed. I am determined. I have no limits. I can have the health and the body of my choice. I will have the health and the body of my choice. I can have the wealth of my choice. I will have the wealth of my choice. I do deserve abundance. I am worthy. I am more than worthy. I can make a huge difference in others' lives. I will make that difference.
1: Daily affirmations are helpful because they reprogram your mind, your thoughts, and beliefs. Some of the most successful people on earth practice daily affirmations. If you're doing it consistently, every single day, in the morning, before you start your day, you will begin to develop new beliefs, and your life will start to change before your eyes. If it's not natural at first, if you feel like the words aren't believable, stick with it. The goal is to feel as though you already have the things you want. As you speak the words, feel as though you are already that person. Whatever words work for you, write them down, your own affirmation, and read them every day. That's the key. Repetition and feeling the words. If they get old, freshen them up to something more powerful and meaningful.
3: Good evening, All Flavors World. How are you all doing out there? I am Wimbo77 and I'm Naturally Lili. Oh, uh, lovely to have you on board, Naturally Lili. How was your day? It was fine. Wonderful, wonderful. And it's great to have you all on board here on AllFlavorsRadio.com. Hello, Joy McKay, Mumra, how was your day? How are you doing? How are you doing, guest 279 from New York, New York City, guest 672? guest 8 and guest 8.40 out of London. Hi Chanel Taylor too. What a show we have lined up for you tonight and uh, lots of great things in store on this evening's show. There's a little bit of change to the format as well because we have a section on what would you do. That's a new little section uh, compared to, like, scenarios and all that kind of stuff. It's a bit similar because we do the same in the scenarios, don't we, naturally, Lili? Mm-hmm. However, we're just asking the question, what would you do? So our questions for today, please.
4: Do educators need training in diversity, equity and inclusion to prevent racial discrimination in schools?
3: Mm-hm. And just the what would you do? Uh
4: an old woman had to ride the bus to keep warm and the prime minister said at least <laughs> sorry at least they gave oaps free travel
3: really mm.
4: yeah i saw this
3: as well as that one though. i saw this yeah yeah that's i think it's a bit out of order that's just a like a a topic that we'll cover but also what would you do if you could see into the future that's one of the topics because when we look at the state of the world affairs as it is Today, what would we do in that situation? Mm. What would we do if we were in Putin's situation? It's quite funny. I was listening to the radio today and they were saying how Putin, he stole a load of people's oh, pensions. It, the way he runs a country is quite, yeah. He like, likes to let them think that it's a democracy, but we know that it's not. No, right? it's not. A, he, they know it's not a democracy. It's com- is it communist? Yeah. Yeah. And so they said, well, they they raised the age of people retiring and they took their pensions. But I thought, but they've done that in this country. (laughs) Did they not do that here? Yeah, they
4: raised it from what was in it, like, 60 for women and 65 to men. And now it's men 70 and women 65.
3: It's not all right for Putin to do it, but you can do it in the UK. Come on, that's called double standards, right? Yeah, there's a lot of double standards in the UK right now. Double standards. It's not on. It's The whole... whole, oh,
4: gosh, the whole refugee argument is a double standard. So Yeah, we spoke about
3: that as yeah. well, haven't we? About And it's still, you know, that that is actually going to go through. It's still going through Parliament at the moment. What is? that? Where they're going to send the African refugees to Rwanda. It's, do you
4: know what? I think it's going to work out for their benefit, if I'm honest. You think
3: so? Yeah. Especially, do you know, Rwanda had all of those issues with the yeah, and Tutsis, remember? That was
4: many years ago, and actually, it's an up-and-coming country. Right. So there's a whole coalition of a few different African nations mm. that are coming together to be one kind of like, not power nation, but um, with a centralised currency. Uh, so as much as we hear Rwanda, we hear <gasps> Rwanda, but that's mm. because what's been put in the media. But okay. actually, yeah, it's really not. As bad as it you may th- make it out it to be. may
3: work out to be their be- to their benefit all right well, we'll watch this space and see how things go, but that question there do educators need training in diversity equity and inclusion to help prevent racial discrimination in schools as well as what would you do if you could see into the future and we 're going to touch on that old woman who took that bus ride because she had to keep warm all right so it's, it's not, not just one bus ride either yeah she stayed yeah. on the bus and the, just the gall of the um I can't even remember like Boris, to say that, well, we gave old age pensioners free travel because they were ready to take that away during COVID, weren't they? Do you remember? They were going to take away the young people's travel. They school. did take away young oh, people's travel. Oh, they did take travel. it away. Yeah and um, old age pensioners free travel sorry can we come back to that okay. <laughs> so we'll come back to it so what are our facts today
4: ladies? oh my god so we're at number 30 there's a mental phenomenon that causes you to see mirrors monsters in mirrors mm. it's called the troxler the troxler effect and discovered as long as a long, ugh, let me start again Called the Troxler Effect and discovered as long ago as 1804, it causes those who experience it to think that they are seeing something fearsome in the mirror, just on the periphery of their vision, whether they say bloody Mary three times or not. (laughs) I've seen things in the corner of my eye and then when you turn around, there's nothing there. And sometimes I see things
3: walking behind me and there's no one behind me. I've seen, I'm sure I was in the house one time and I saw a Little Dwarf with one of those pointy hats that's on the landing. <laughs> no, it wasn't the green one. It was a gnome, like, you know, the gnome that you see outside. And it's like, no, your mind is playing tricks, So no, It's not, they're real. <laughs> they're real. They're not real, they're not real, they're not real. Just like saying Bloody Mary. That's from a film, isn't it? No. Is that a film? It's, it's Candyman that you're Oh, Candyman, of. that's the one. I'm yeah. not going to say it three times. Not that <laughs> like there's a mirror in here, guys. And I can't say that I've ever seen a monster in a mirror. But you see, I have. Well, Not well.
4: a monster, but like, you know when you see something off the corner of your eye, yeah, and then you gotta quickly turn around and then there's nothing there.
3: <laughs> yeah, I've seen things. I think that's an overactive imagination. I, I'm an overthinker. Okay, so. there you go. That's probably why. Yeah. It's just a bit like hearing noises. And I hear noises. In when I'm house. By I, I was hate here, it. I was here by myself today and I swear I could hear noise next door. I hate do. And I'm thinking, oh, in the loft, you can hear, like, little footsteps. Yeah. But then sometimes it's next door, they're walking, but it sounds like it's in your house. Not that the walls are that thin, because the walls are actually quite thick here. But, yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I just... So seeing monsters in the mirror is a Troxler effect, right? Yeah. So maybe that's where a lot of those, you know, the old-time writers where well, they got inspiration because they saw like you know jo- Dr Jekyll and Mr Hyde I can't remember who wrote that one um how he probably saw monster and felt that he could or maybe they see themselves
4: but i think Dr Jekyll and Hyde is based on a split personality okay because that's we that's what it is isn't it it's Mr um Dr Jekyll creates this serum mm. and the serum brings out another person Monster. that's an evil person. Yeah. But I think that is split personality syndrome. When
3: does he change? Does, is, is, does he get triggered and then change or it just, he has no control mm, over there's it? There's
4: different ones. So the one I watched the other day, because I actually watched this quite recently. Okay. The one I watched the other day, it was sporadic. Mm. So it wasn't like a, oh, only at night this happened. Initially it was only at night it happened. Yeah. Or no, initially it was whenever he took the serum it okay. happened, but then gradually it just became something that... It's like the person took over yeah.
3: his body. Unlike the Incredible Hulk, that when he got mad, that's when he changes. Yeah, but even the Incredible Hulk now can be summoned. Really? Yeah. Okay, so it's amazing how things change over time, isn't it? But then i that's why I think mm. it's based
4: on split personality, because when, mm. over time, you can... not Not everybody, but over time they can... Um, overcome that additional personality that's in their head or the personalities that are in their head and one person kind of takes lead and the others are put in submission. um,
3: Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because I'm writing a book, well, I've been writing a book for a while that tackles that kind of different uh, personalities because there are conditions out there like that. Yeah, But we are talking about mental phenomenon that causes people to see... Monsters in the Mirror called the Troxler Effect. Mm-hmm. So if you do, don't be scared. It's not a real monster. It's probably just your overactive imagination. Active imagination. Mm-hmm. So there's a brewery in ja- Japan that makes beer from elephant dung. Oh, God. The brewery St. Gallen produces a beer called Unkono Kuro, made with coffee beans that have passed through an elephant. It's a huge hit, according to Fox News. That
4: doesn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. gotta be honest um, but that's gross but then that being said the red colouring that we have in sweets
3: yeah. is made from Beatles beetles blood, isn't, isn't it, it. so yeah. I don't know what's worse the shellac that you put on your fingernails Gee, but that's not going in your mouth that, I know but it's still on your body isn't it and then you put your fingers in your mouth you, you do all sorts uh. of things isn't it that's a beetle but that's yeah. where they used to have record records that were made from shellac, you know the old vinyl. Yeah, but it, they were made. That's how why the, they could break so easy. Oh wow! The, the first recordings were done on shellac, so I don't. Have you ever tried that? And what, unkono, kuru. Yes, unkono kuru. I had sake on the weekend. Sake is nice. Very nice. Did you have it hot? Yeah. I yeah it sake. comes hot, and they make it with coffee beans. So do they get the yeah they. Get the elephants to eat the coffee beans. And then do, do it out. Wow. Oh, that's filthy. So <laughs> <laughs> we can't even laugh because half the things we eat where somebody is covered in some sort of manure, you know. Or cow foot. People eat cow foot, don't they? Yeah, but that's not... Oxtail, that's been near the ox's bum. <laughs> it's true though, isn't it? been swishing away all its life until we decide to eat it. You know, so. I, mean, I ain't that oxygen. They are tripe, that's like a belly, isn't it? Oh, I'd haggis. Yeah, there you go. So we might think, oh, that's not very nice, but they were, those are parts that digest things, like the belly and all that stuff. I know, right?
4: but being digested and being the digester mm. and then the digested is two different things. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but then that being said fruits and vegetables that have been richly blessed with nourishment usually have been through the that like, fertilizers do do you Yeah,
3: exactly and that's what they use although i found out recently that cats if they go into to the garden and they um, like defecate on your vegetables that it's quite dangerous yeah, to eat it is. It. it is because you know? they've
4: got a they've got a, a parasite that's um in their poo. and mm. um, that's why pregnant women are not allowed to not allowed to change the cat litter yeah. because it's actually very dangerous.
3: Okay. So Mr. Sato from Japan um the rocket news 24.com tested the beer and said after taking my first sip there was an initial bitterness that got washed over by a wave of sweetness following that a mellow body rolled in and spread out through my mouth. So I guess would you try it no I would try it I'd definitely try it I would not you know we've got to be open to trying new things you know so maybe one day if we're in Japan
4: Japanese food is actually very nice we had Japanese food on Sunday and I thought what did you have what kind of we had ramen noodles it's not, yeah, but it's ramen noodles in broth. Okay. So it was the actual, not just the noodles that you go and buy for the packet. It was <laughs> proper, made them. proper ramen with, like, um, miso pepper. Okay, oh. Which was really was nice. nice. And then they made dumplings as well, which was nice. absolutely lovely.
3: There you go. So it's a shame we didn't have a, a drop of no. no kuro to no. to wash it down. We had sake. But there you go you had sake instead so what's next what's the next fact snow is a
4: terrible way to stay hydrated when it comes to snow it's water water everywhere but not a drop to drink it requires a lot of energy for your body to convert something from a solid to liquid and while snow will provide a tiny amount of hydration it will also lower your body temperature in the process making you more prone to hypothermia so why
3: would you drink snow i have no clue (laughs) that's just ridiculous
4: but, you can't. but then I guess if you're stranded in Antarctica somewhere, then maybe you might want to
3: do <laughs> Why would you be stranded in Antarctica? Mm. And did you know that not many people, that's one of the places in the world that's not inhabited. Mm. Uh, there was one young person that was born there. And what it is, what they said, if you're born in Antarctica, it gives you a stake or claim to the land. Oh, wow. Because not many people are. Mm. born in that country but there are are a lot of scientists and little stations dotted around where they're doing lots of different scientific digging up things they shouldn't be digging up yeah but it it, it is also untouched however global warming is having an effect Mm. on antarctica is it uh, the arctic and antarctica i can't remember that they're both separate one of them is just a lake Mm -hmm. and one is actual an actual continent they're both continents. No, one's a one's a lake. What, Antarctic and Antarctica? One of those. It's either the Arctic or Antarctica. I can't remember. I will let you know. But one of them is actually a, an, an ocean. Not a lake, it's an ocean. The Arctic. Is it the Arctic? Yeah. Because Antarctica is a continent, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, there you go. So we can't... Snow will not hydrate us, beautiful people. Even though it's water. And talking of snow, I mean, it was... A, Nice day. It started off raining today, but it turned out quite beautiful, didn't it? It's very warm outside. It's lovely. It's lovely to have the, the weather changing and the summer coming in. It's going to have a heat wave this week, apparently. Nice. Well, we look forward to
4: it. Look forward to it. Blue cheese can change your dreams. Having strange dreams, it's time to skip the blue cheese on your salad. According to research from British Cheese Board, eating blue cheese is particularly associated with vivid dreams. That's very interesting because, oh no, it wasn't blue cheese. It was soft cheese. It's still, chill cheese. Because <laughs> when I was pregnant with Jayla, I had I had awful dreams. Absolute did... horrific. And when dreams. did you eat the cheese? That's all I could eat: cream cheese and salmon bagels. Salmon and cream cheese. There bagels. you
3: go. That's probably what they say not to eat cream cheese before you go to any cheese before you go to sleep. But I love cheese. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I've had some cheese and pickles. I don't like cheese very much. No. Yeah, I don't mind I can do it. You do without it. Yeah. Yeah. I've not had it in a while, but when I do fancy it, like tonight I, I cooked a, a nice vegetarian with um, garlic mushrooms and sprinkled some mozzarella on the top. That was, oh, well, it was lovely. I ate, be- <coughs> so I actually ate before we come up today. So um, not eating uh, blue cheese to stop those vivid dreams, okay, or having strange dreams. What kind of things did you dream about? Um, they're a bit too gra- <laughs> a bit too, <laughs> too graphic, graphic for
4: the um, radio station, um, <laughs> but they they are they were all pregnancy related, but they were not nice pregnancy related dreams. Mm. Yeah, mm. they were very traumatic.
3: Yeah, it's funny because I was going to do an article today, but I thought, you know what, we'll leave it because it it's quite it was quite scary when it comes to pregnancy. Mm. So I thought I'd leave that alone today. We'll yeah. do that for another time. So, you can request a DMV examination for senior citizens. In some states, you can request that the DMV re-examine a senior citizen. So, if Grandpa Joe isn't taking the hint that he is not safe behind the wheel, you can put the responsibility for nagging him about it solely on his shoulders of the DMV. What is a DMV? Is that driving? That's America. So, DMV is like our... Um, it's drive, motor vehicles... It's okay. who they, The people. test centre. OK. But, you know, Grandpa Joe. I mean, Malcolm's still driving. He's in his 80s. He's 89. I mean...
4: I, I don't want to be driving myself at 70. I'm good for, If I'm on it. OK.
3: Yeah. I but mean, why people... would
4: you want to... People are so angry on the roads. I know, obviously, everyone doesn't have that option to not be driven around but people are so angry on the roads mm. especially against elderly drivers and it isn't usually because they are crawling um, I wouldn't want to be behind the wheel
3: at 70 80. But it would be nice if you could be I mean if you, you don't have to worry anyone for a lift and you can just be pretty it depends self-sufficient it. right? Yeah I guess Yeah so like we said there, uh, there is a phenomenon called the Troxler effect, that where you see monsters in the mirror. There's a brew made from elephant dung called on un from Japan. Maybe you'll try it one day. Uh, we can't stay hydrated by drinking snow. Blue cheese can change your dreams to having strange dreams. And you can request a DMV examination for senior citizens. But, that They must want to take it, otherwise it's just not going to be no point, right? Yeah, I guess. So, beautiful people, stick around. What are the questions again, please, Leela? So,
4: we're going to discuss. Do educators need training in diversity, equity and inclusion to help prevent racial discrimination in schools? What would you do if you could see, the, see into the future? And an old woman had to ride the bus to keep warm, and the Prime Minister said... At least they gave OAPs free travel. Um, see
5: you in five. This is the station with all your music in one place.
3: I'm with 77 and I'm naturally Lily. Join us for the Let's Talk, Talk Drive Time show. show every
4: Tuesday evening between six and eight PM. We can discuss fun facts,
3: the word of the day, and current events.
4: Join in the conversation. See in you in the chat room.
0: Domination Promotions and all flavors radio proudly present. We ready to party again, boat style. Come on, party on board the permanently moored Teresa Joanne, King George V Dock Woolwich Manway. Away E16 QNJ on Saturday the 16th of July. Come and join us for a splendid night of fun, music, vibes and grown-up raving. Your entertainers will be Musty DJ Specialist and DJ Shyboy alongside the All Flavours Radio team of Ninja Man Lloyd, George Flavours, DJ Laro and DJ John J.E. Playing the best in soca, reggae, apra soul and much, much more. Smart dress is essential for this one. The first 100 ticket holders will get a complimentary glass of Prosecco and there'll be food available to buy supplied by Sunset Caterers. Boarding starts at 9.30pm and we party till 3.30am. Get your 20 tickets now from Eventbrite or getyourtickets.co.uk. We ready to party again. Are you? Sometimes a
1: simple question can be all it takes to interrupt someone's suicidal thoughts and start them on the road to recovery. The Samaritan Small Talk Saves Lives campaign is aimed at giving people the tools to help prevent suicide. Here's Claire to
5: tell you more. A little small talk and a simple question like, hello, what's the time? Where can I get a coffee? Or, how great is this weather? Can be all it takes to interrupt someone's suicidal thoughts and help set them on
4: the
1: journey to recovery. Find out more at samaritans.org And remember, small talk saves lives.
6: Snapback FM presents a night called Keeping It Simple on Friday, 29th of July at the Refreshment Rooms. Entertainment on the night from Mr. Funky, DJ T, Mr. Jams, Mr. Viking, DJ Tibbs and DJ Specialist. Doors open 10 p.m. till 4 a.m. First 50 tickets are five pound, already selling fast. Then it's 10 pound advanced tickets and more on the door. Location is refreshment rooms, 25 Broadway, London E15 4BQ. More info on tickets, birthday bookings, hen nights, stag nights. Call 07930-495581 or 07831-540-449 or contact any of the DJs. Keeping it simple, no gimmicks, bringing you good music and good vibes. Broadcasting
7: worldwide, online, 24-7. All Favours Radio. You know I love you, right? I love
2: you too. Ain't nobody got what we got. No, no. what I
5: do with my baby? Yes. Yeah, this this built from the concrete, baby. Don't get no better than this. Oh no, 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 yeah. We've had some ups and downs, made a lot of bad mistakes, but we've always had some good times. And through it all, you help me down. There were times when I was afraid and wanted you to leave, but you stayed right here by my side. You never let me go, you always stayed around. So well, you always seem to tell When I need a little kiss and a hug And that extra kind of loving You love me like a champion Baby, you're my Superman yeah. baby, baby, girl, you know just what I like What you do, it makes me lose my mind oh, yeah. I just wanna give to you, make you. love to you with you. you on a rocket fly, Keep on
0: and
3: Jaheim, stay
5: together.
3: How are you doing, chat room? How are you doing, know.
5: tuning? How are
3: you doing, world, the world? And what about all you silent listeners out there? Sending enough love to Chanel Taylor. How, are you, doing, Chanel Taylor? How are you doing, Chanel Taylor? How's Bump? John Ken from Hayes, how are you doing, DJ KJB? Joy McKay, Mumra, you good? Together, yeah. And a pretty good, nice good evening to you, DJ Naiji from Radio Land. Great show on Sunday, you can catch Naiji on a Saturday night from 8 till 10. Oh, yeah. And a Sunday evening from 8 till 10. How you doing, gal gal? of Hayes. Together. You right, bro? Together. Together. And also guest 279 out of New York. Guest we number eight.
5: Stay stay together. Together. Guest 814.
3: Yeah, like we say, that was the sounds of the DC... And stay together. <laughs> and we're good, giving you all a bit of the old and a bit of the new. Don't Sounds of Gene D- Kahn. Free love.
5: I'm talking about free love. You might get a negative reaction. child is born And my love is gone Where in the world is he? Now's the time I need him to be By my side Squeeze mm-hmm. the pressure That's
3: all So I'm giving that big love To John John Marjack and Anisha The rest
5: of his
3: Hi Tai, oh, Isa and Maya as well as Joanna, the Jayla and Janae.
5: Talking about breathing, you might get a negative reaction, experience again. It's never to let your heart control or lose your faith. Cause there's a difference between right and wrong. Be a girl that's strong along. i will no better, I'm no better than that girl.
3: Loving the dancing in the chat room there, Joy McKay. To all the DJs here on the station. We got no you can catch a live DJ every single day. Oh, Give a big shout-out to Mark Filagina. Yeah, you can catch Mark on a Monday and a Sunday. Be a slave it's Willie's DJ Slim. You might get a negative you the- I'm bigging up the, f- the governor. George Flavors Just doing an amazing job here on All Flavors Radio. Anyone. Of Jean Kahn there with free love and love, you know, when it is done and given in the right way, it doesn't need it's priceless. Would you not say that naturally, Lily? Yes, love is priceless, right? Sorry, guys. So, what are the uh, topics that we're going to be dis- discussing now? We're going to look at a very important man. He made quite a, a big impact actually and his life story is an amazing life story mm-hmm. that touches everyone that that reads it and that is nelson mandela mr mandela nelson mandela he became south african president the first south african president and was inaugurated in 1994 on this very day may the 10th Today's may the 10th 2022 we know sadly that nelson mandela has passed away However, he, as an old man, he went through all that he went through mm. and still in his old age, he done something quite amazing, isn't it, Lily?
4: Yeah, so as the first black um, <clears throat> president in South Africa, he had spent 27 years um, as a political prisoner and more than 22 million South Africans had turned out to cast ballots in the first in the country's first ever multi-racial parliamentary election mm. and Mandela won it That's um, amazing
3: he was born in 1918 1918 and he died was it 90 no he died apparently he
4: died 20, in 2015 but many people remember him the dying. Mandela effect yes <laughs> he was the he's the name behind the Mandela effect
3: that kept happening to me today though i'm seriously i was looking at um Songs, yeah, and it would come up as something, and I'd have to press on it again, and the real song would come up. It was, it was so bizarre. Beautiful people, I I just thought, what's going on? Because that's not what I pressed on, but something else would come up.
4: No, so the Mandela effect is when you think something used to be
3: something else. You know, like Adidas. I'm I'm sure it used to have two D's. In it, it did.
4: <laughs> A-double-D-I-D-A-S. Yes. Right, I okay. know I wasn't
3: going crazy. So Adidas
4: is that. <laughs> There's um. Oh, there's quite a lot, isn't it, they
3: There's say. loads, yes. there's loads. Yeah, so we don't know when he passed, but we do, do know that he did spend a, a huge amount of time in prison because of wanting, uh, I guess, what he got in the end, isn't it? A multi mm. multiracial uh, conglomerate of people mm. that would come together. Is it permism? It was a word that we'd done on the show, I tried to think of it, and I, I can't remember. <laughs> um, yeah, it would come together and work in solidarity with one another and that's exactly what they did isn't it they did it says that um
4: nelson helped to organize parliamentary branch of the anc Mm. um in 1960 um he was tried and acquitted for treason in 61 and then in 62 he was arrested for illegally leaving the country he was convicted to a 5 year sentence uh, at robin island prison mm. and then put on trial again in 63 um with seven others and was charged with sabotage treason and conspiracy um and then in june 1964 he was sentenced to life in prison yeah. um based on his actions with this political party that he had um helped to establish and he spent the first 18 years of his 27 years at a brutal robin island prison the
3: things they did to him lily they'd done some horrific things to him and throughout all of it he maintained his dignity mm. they'd give him a a, a cell where he'd, have, he'd only be able to sleep, no mattress nothing sleep on the floor mm. they defecated on him on more than one occasion mm. beatings the lot the lot bad bad treatment he could write
4: and receive a letter once every six Mm. months yeah and he was allowed to meet
3: with a visitor for 30 minutes once a year but they they weren't allowed to talk about certain things they used Mm -hmm. to have uh, guards in the room so they and if they touched on anything political that person would be you know taken out yeah and then that was the end of that, you know. So it says in eight, 1982, he was removed to Paulsmore Prison on the mainland. And in 1988, to a cottage where he lived under house arrest. So I guess things got better for him. See, but years. this
4: is where they say he died. Because to me, that looks like, oh, he's getting a bit older. He needs to be given a bit more comfort. He would have been about Because apparently 80 then, he right? died
3: in 89. Huh? He would have been about 80 then. No, he was, he was 70. 70, okay. Yeah. 70. So it's still young, though, isn't it? Yeah. Because if he wasn't the president, he was he was inaugurated in nineteen ninety four. So he couldn't have died then, could he? Unless it was a doppelganger, Who someone knows? pretending to be Nelson Mandela, a clone. Yeah, because mm. they they are there. You know, I know it was a Queen's Jubilee, isn't it? And they were celebrating. Please, I beg. In we're not saying this on TV. No, we are. <laughs> all, no, I'm not. I'm not. We will I'm not be saying, saying this on the radio. I'm saying because she's not it. really shown up. Because she's an old lady. She's an old woman, isn't she, in her 90s now? Yeah. You know, so, yeah. I'm politically editing this continent. Yes, Lily, she cut me off mid-flow, that's not fair. (laughs) But I understand, you know. So in 1989 then. Yeah. FWD Clark became South African president and set about dismantling apartheid. And we know apartheid, again, was a a horrific way of treating different... There were three, wasn't there? The coloureds, the blicks, and then the whites. Yeah. So three sections of apartheid. And this um, D. Clark, he lifted the ban on the ANC, suspended executions, and then on January 11th, 1990, ordered the release of Nelson Mandela, which is amazing. Mm. So I've never really looked into F.W.D. Clark, but it's it's he obviously had a good intentions, and he done the right thing, I guess. Yeah, what? What did you guess? What did you? I say? don't
4: know. I just, when it comes to politics, I always feel like there's an ulterior motive for mm. things. Um, yes, he got rid of apartheid, but then there were still things that were in place that still stopped the um, blacks and coloureds from getting certain things, and having certain access yeah. in South Africa so even though there was and I think it's an I feel it shocking anyway yeah. that on the continent of Africa <laughs> black people were not allowed to thrive in their own environment, environment. I yeah. just I
3: find that shocking but why would you, you find know? that shocking when you know that Africa's been divided up by the Europe it's all been I know but why like did they
4: choose South Africa like of all the African nations that there are yeah because The, cool the
3: southernmost... Because it's a cool climate. They can function there. It's not a cool climate. It is. It's actually quite cold in like the winters. They, they have winters and summers like we do. Yeah, but it's not cold.
4: It is. In South Africa. South
3: Africa. Yeah. Down that part. Not Botswana in that area, but south. It gets cold there. So they can function in that. But remember, they can't function Even really I don't believe south heat. itself, but yeah. You know, they can't really function in the heat. So that's probably why they settled there. Because the climate, they could adapt to that, a bit easier. Wow. yeah, yeah. it's quite funny. I was watching this documentary, and there's still, some white Africans, they feel like the blacks are going to come and get them. I don't know if you. Oh seen yeah, that I've
4: one. seen that. <laughs> <laughs> With their own little, um, they've got a little fortress, or they they they're preparing themselves yeah. for war. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that against
3: the black people, which is crazy because the blacks <sighs> are the ones were, that become subservient mm. to a degree. And they have no trouble. They got to worry about fighting amongst themselves, really. Because mm-hmm. look at what Putin's doing to um people in uh with so called. But is it? Even though we're twenty twenty two. Putin? Do you yeah. mean
4: in 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 Ukraine? Ukraine yeah. Even though He's it's 20, not Putin, that's Russia.
3: Yeah, but even though it's twenty twenty two, war is still raging. It should be something that. Of course it is. You know.
4: Because as long as you're gonna have the male ego, because yeah. I'm gonna be that blunt, it's the male ego. Mm. As long as that is gonna be a thing you're always going to have war you're always going to have one country trying to outweigh outdo another yeah you're always going to have i want that portion of your land and if you don't give it to me i'm going to throw my toys at the pram and pretend like i'm a child because that's what it is
3: mm. it's quite it's quite because disturbing there's
4: enough resources to go around it's just people trying to monetize it because they want to be more powerful mm. and even in the work environment, I've seen it recently in the work environment, someone actually said out loud, they'd gone for a job um, and it wasn't, when you ask, why do you want the job? It wasn't, I really enjoy this environment, I like the Mm. experience, blah, 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 blah. It was the power that I have at this level, I can do what I want. That was was literally the wording someone used in an interview. What did they say? Exactly what I just said. The question was why do you want this position so there was gonna get like two bands up okay um so they'd go from like twenty six thousand up to I think it starts at thirty two thousand mm. yes yeah, so it's quite a big jump um why do you want this job and it wasn't because they wanted the experience they want to do something different it was the power I can have at this mm. level where I can do what I want <laughs> And that was the answer. That was the oh, oh, oh person game. <laughs> and it just showed that people's entitlement and mm. privilege can allow you to come and see in an interview and say those words. Wow. In this little, little environment. So if you're a little, little person with no you, power, you, have ideas, <laughs> yeah. you just come and get power. Imagine what Putin's doing. Yeah. Putin already has power. And he's like,
3: no, I want more. Yeah. Men at the
4: top are like, no, trust. I want
3: more. With, with him that if he wants something because they're trying to c- calculate what his worth is yeah so if, if they want if he wants whatever he wants say you're a rich person that in that country you've got to go and take it to him mm. because it's his anyway it's it's just
4: but I do think it, I do think he's not well like he's going through something at the moment which is provoking action as well i I do think he's he's mm. not dying but they wrote st- something, there's something into, the wrong edges, with him.
3: into their constitution that he can serve for another six years consecutively. Because you know his time is almost up. <laughs> so he's written it into the constitution <laughs> that he can stay. Like.
4: But America anyway, have it's... done that. I America don't... have done that. So there was something, oh, well, I think it was Ford that said it. And one of the questions was, do you think there'd ever be a woman president? Mm. And in the American law, whatever it is, in order for someone to become the president, next president in the term, yeah. so like in Trump's term, if Trump died, his mm. vice president will become president yeah. because that's how it works. Some ha- and this is on the back of Biden referring to his own name, Kamala Harris, as the yeah. first lady. She's not the first lady. She's not his wife, but he referred to her as the yes. first lady. She's vice president. They work. I think she's vice president. They work very closely together. And the person was saying, "Look at the wording of what is actually written down. How he would be, and succeeded, succeeded, right, succeeded. Yeah. And he, I think, may be close to death. I don't know. If I it's have close no to idea.
3: I but don't even know what they look like. To be honest, it's almost they? like
4: they've done the same thing in America. Yeah. My term is going to end, but I've put the right person in place
3: just in case
4: just in case and because people think oh it's a woman and it's a woman of colour oh, that's going to yeah. be amazing
3: no puppets yes pawns they are all pawns in in the game you know and like you said going back to Mandela was he a pawn in the game I don't I don't Who even knows? think
4: he was in the game if I'm honest mm,
3: because he would have gone through all of that to try and establish something of great you know value that, that is to have free elections with everyone regardless of your race regardless of who you are, regardless of where you come from, mm. to have that chance to go and w- vote. Mm. And then thankfully, yes, he did win. Nelson Mandela won. Yeah. And it says the ANC and the National Uni- Unity Coalition was formed with De Klerks National Party and the Zulus in Katha Freedom Party. On May the 10th, Mandela was inaugurated in a ceremony attended by numerous international dignitaries. So also it was a coalition... They joined forces mm. together to work together. So it's quite amazing his story. And if you ever get a chance to read his bibliography, maybe, I don't know if you can get it on Audible or one of those ones, Here's, um, you can listen to it. They all and died listen in to the, the, the life story. What do you mean?
4: Sorry, I've just been trying to work out how old he was because mm. it says in 1999 he retired at the age of 80. He's born in 1918. Mm. Um, and then that means in twenty two thousand and nine he would have been ninety, and I thought he died in twenty fifteen, but then he died in two thousand and thirteen, mm.
3: making him ninety five don't think it's symbolic, maybe his time is just no no, no, up. but yeah, it's just yeah, but he yeah. says President Mandela established the truth and Reconciliation Commission to investigate human rights violations under apartheid and introduce numerous initiatives designed to improve the living standards of South African black population. Now, has that changed? Because there are still townships, right? Yeah, but I don't
4: think that's, that would change. I think hmm. in every country, you're always going to have the ghetto.
3: Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's still a very big divide. Like, you, you know, you go on and see that programme that we were just talking about with the... Uh, Whites expecting that the blacks are going to come and invade them, mm. and it's really and they why...
4: they would already be
3: living <clears throat> off of
4: their predecessors, the, yeah. their families' properties. Yeah. So even though apartheid ended, you're still going to have poor blacks because inevitably they weren't being given things when they were they weren't Entitled, allowed to have certain yeah, things. Yeah. So just because there's a black president doesn't mean that now. Everything's
3: going to change just instantly. Yeah. I hear you. So there you go. The story there is very quickly told of Nelson Mandela. He was inaugurated on the 10th of May in 1999, right? Was it 1999? 1990. And uh, 1994, I think. Four. yeah. Yeah, 1994. And he accomplished a lot Mm -hmm. so naturally lily in conclusion or not inclusion in line with that and we've only got four minutes till we go to break again but we'll we'll discuss this further after the break uh this old woman here so Mm -hmm. nelson mandela he suffered all that time Mm -hmm. he was elderly like you said he died when he was 95 years old Mm -hmm. now this woman that we spoke of right at the beginning that had to ride the bus that has to ride the bus but the prime minister said at least they gave that he, at least he gave OAPs free travel what are your thoughts on that
4: okay so first of all i want to say i i, I want to tell the story behind this so um this old lady has had her energy bills like everybody else has increased i think they've gone from something like from 18 pounds up to 85 pounds mm. um she's had to sacrifice her health because she's gone down to eating one meal a day okay and then in order to save energy in the house she thinks she's saving energy in the house she rides the bus during the day because she thinks if she rides the bus during the day with her freedom pass um a 24-hour freedom pass then her energy is not obviously being used because she's not in the house cooking and Joris Bonson was asked what more can she sacrifice like she's given up all of this what more can she sacrifice you've put all these things in place that's it 17 pounds 85 pound a month you've put all these things in place like her pension's not going up she's worked all her life and she's having to sacrifice meals and ride the bus and Joris Bonson's answer was, "Oh yes, well we um we put those freedom
3: passes in place." <laughs> I'm sorry. He basically had nothing to offer her. No, 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 no. no. Can we just focus? She's on already the fact received that? a warm house he, discount, probably he, of hundred and fifty pounds. That's what pounds. he
4: said. That's what he said. He said <laughs> they get the discount of one hundred and fifty, and then the the presenters' response to that was, "Yeah, but she has to pay that back."
3: Yeah.
4: And then he ignored that comment, and then she said. What more can she sacrifice? She has to ride the bus, Mister Johnson, to keep warm and to not have to use any energy. And he says, "We put that
3: free bus pass yeah. in place." Oh, he really needs to be—what's the word? Give some guidance when he goes into public and speaks, because that's just causing an outrage, really, isn't it? To to think that he he can behave that way, you know, and um, it's it's just out of order. Keep. and <laughs> things are going to get worse because don't forget this is the first wave of increase the increase is coming in October another one but I think that they're going to have to they're not. have they're not. things in place yeah. no nope, they will not And uh, do you know what it is you know, <coughs> we spoke a couple of weeks ago about uh, school governors and black people being on the panel all this stuff mm-hmm. Right. This, this isn't black and white thing here what I'm about to, dis- to discuss we need to speak up more as people, do you think that that no, would make a difference? Not at all. They've they've
4: made it illegal now to protest. So even mm. if you have something to say, okay. when you go out to say something, you're going to get arrested anyway. Then <clears throat> making statement like for example, it's been proven as fact that British Gas, I don't know what they do, but there are so many people that have had the same experience like us where they hiked up a lot a final bill mm. and then you start paying it back. They cancel the, the payment that you're paying back and then claim that you've missed payments for months yeah. and then it affects your credit. British Gas they have been proven it, to they? be doing this for ages. British Gas <laughs> charged, one, uh, someone I know, £700 for gas and electric for 12 weeks. Wow. And five days when? out of the... Um, earlier, this, earlier last year, five, five days out of that week... There's no one in the house because they're at work. And two weeks out of those 12 weeks, they wasn't even in this country. So how on earth, if that was a 700 bill over a 12 week period, I, it pains me to think what you would have to be paying with these new, imp- new increased prices, given the fact mm. that most of these bills have gone up by like 50%. We want
3: to be kind of happy at the moment that it's summer. But it's when the winter licks. But it's not to, these to old people experience. on
4: even in the summertime, they're living in them
3: old school houses. Yeah, that take a lot to, to warm and obviously dependent on the, the condition and all that kind of stuff, isn't right. it? It's quite um interesting that the comparison was given that taking these long cheap rides on a night bus around the capital has long been an informal way of young homeless people yeah. ensuring they have somewhere to go to sleep. Yeah. So at least for a couple of hours at a time, but the public transport system is not especially known for offering mobile living room hmm. service for pensioners. Hmm. And it must be hard her just riding that bus, like, constantly, just to keep warm. Isn't
4: it? It's, it it's, it's, it's something that those the people that are making these rules, they'll never have to experience mm. only eating one meal a day. They'll never have to experience... the the freezing feeling of sitting in your front room with no telly on, because most of these old people just want to sit and watch telly all day, but they want to yeah. say they're electric, so they're most people they not watching TV. It. So they're sitting there with a blanket on their leg, lonely, mm. because most of them, like, she's a widow. Yeah. So she's lonely. And his response to that is, you've got your freedom pass.
3: Mm.
4: Yes. Oh, oh, sorry, your freedom pass and £150 that you got to pay back. Mm-mm. <laughs>
3: my god it's, it's hmm. like belief really isn't it and even they can have all the parties and that during lockdown and do whatever they want in I their own fined 50 pounds 50 pounds I hope he gives it to her
4: wait 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 50 pounds that's all they had to pay back
3: no what's what, wrong isn't it when
4: people got fined thousands of pounds for having parties and meeting up with people their loved ones they got These people that the man's wife earns billions, Mm. 50 quid. That's most probably like 50 pence to them. We'll leave you with that thought, beautiful people. We'll see you
3: all in five. This is the station with all your music in one place. I'm right on, Wimbo 77. And I'm Naturi Lily. Join us for the Let's Talk Drive Time Show. Every
4: Tuesday evening between 6 and
3: 8pm. We can discuss fun facts, the word of the day
4: and current events. Join in the conversation. See you in the chat room.
0: Domilution Promotions and All Flavours Radio proudly present We Ready to Party Again, Boat Style. Come and party on board the permanently moored Teresa Joanne, King George the Fifth Dock, Woolwich Manor E16 QNJ on Saturday the 16th of July. Come and join us for a splendid night of fun, music, vibes and grown-up raving. Your entertainers will be Mosty, DJ Specialist and DJ Shyboy alongside the All Flavours radio team of Ninja Man Lloyd, George Flavours, DJ Laro and DJ John J.E. Playing the best in soca, reggae, acro soul, and much, much more. Smart dress is essential for this one. The first 100 ticket holders will get a complimentary glass of Prosecco and there'll be food available to buy supplied by Sunset Caterers. Boarding starts at 9.30pm and we party till 3.30am. Get your £20.00 tickets now from Eventbrite or getyourtickets.co.uk. We ready to party again. Are you? Sometimes, a
1: simple question can be all it takes to interrupt someone's suicidal thoughts and start them on the road to recovery. The Samaritan Small Talk Saves Lives campaign is aimed at giving people the tools to help prevent suicide. Here's Claire to tell
5: you more. A little small talk and a simple question like, hello, what's the time? Where can I get a coffee? Or how great is this weather? Can be all it takes to interrupt someone's suicidal thoughts and help set them on
1: the journey to recovery. Find out more at samaritans.org And remember, small talk saves lives.
6: Snapback FM presents a night called Keeping It Simple on Friday, 29th of July at the Refreshment Rooms. Entertainment on the night from mr funky dj t mr jams mr viking dj Tibbs and dj specialist doors open 10 p.m till 4 a.m first 50 tickets are five pound already selling fast then it's 10 pound advanced tickets and more on the door location is refreshment rooms 25 broadway london e 15 4 b q more info on tickets birthday bookings hen nights stag nights call 07930495581 or 07831 449 or contact any of the djs keeping it simple no gimmicks Bringing you good music and good vibes. Broadcasting
7: worldwide, online 24 7. All Flavors Radio.
3: Flavours, no DJ Laro, Mark gene. I was caught up in all your love. you can catch Laro tonight from 8 till you 10, till also on a Friday night from 10, 10, 10 till 12 and lunchtime I on a Sunday. Mean, and Also catch George Flavors on a Saturday evening from 10 to 12. And on a Sunday from 2 till 4. Of LA Boppers, there. You did it good. And also giving a shout out to John J.E. You can catch John J.E. on a Sunday morning. As well as all of our other DJs, we'll be giving you a shout out very shortly. Not forgetting as well that we have our boat party coming up on the 16th of July, where you can meet all of the DJs and presenters and come down and shake a leg. Or two. Okay, so um, we'll um check out our website, com, and you can find out the information there. Grab a ticket on Eventbrite as well as there's another um, tickets vendor that you can buy tickets from. So check us out either on Facebook or on com. So naturally, Lily, we're talking about the elderly mm-hmm. and their plight when it comes to... Well, I guess it's affecting, going to affect everybody, isn't it? Yeah. And um, sadly, there's this other man here. Um, His name is Hayden Watkins. And he said that he's a pensioner Mm -hmm. and he's managing. He's just about managing, but he's at the point of depression Mm. because he says he's just above the poverty line. But there's a sense that things are going to get worse. Yeah. All right. So he he spends £2,000 a year on council tax. But he says his electricity bills have take more than 10% of his income. Now, he's retired. He has a state pension, but also a teaching pension. And these are people that have worked all of their lives. This, the, this is the sad thing. Mm. They've all worked all of their lives, paid in, paid our taxes, paid your national insurance. And now they, they're going to be hitting us with all this. Mm. foolishness
4: and the thing is as well this isn't even thinking about people that need care and things like Mm. that because a lot of these older people if they do like own their homes and things like that and they need care all of their pensions go into their care
3: costs well that's that's even another story the care the care system what they're doing there with with the elderly so it's the elderly and the vulnerable that are being hit the most really isn't it Mm. As well as everybody, unless you are like you said, Sunak is his name, Sunak. Yeah, they're billionaires, so they that that's not even going to put a dent in their pocket. And what you said something during the break, Alicia, about this the, the lady, Elise, Elsie, mm-hmm. and
4: what was it that you did? about being vulnerable? So she, I was saying that. um these elderly people won't look after their grandchildren. That was one of the points, yeah. they won't look after their grandchildren. And that's mainly because to look after your grandchildren, you've got to cook and keep the heating on. Mm. Do you know what I mean? To keep them warm and to feed them. And they'd rather leave their house and travel on a bus with loud young people that they yeah. emotionally are really vulnerable about, vulnerable around, and are put at more risk by being outside of their house than sitting in their home on their sofa with the blanket over their leg. Mm. Because they're lonely. And she's she's a widow, so she's on her own. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 not fair. It's really not fair. It says
3: UK pensioner poverty had been falling since the early 2000s, said Christopher Brooks, Age UK's head of the policy. But it's seen a resurgence in recent years. The charity estimates one in six pensioners are, are in poverty, mm. equivalent to about two million people. And their purchasing power is is declining mm. there's a need to do something over the next few months to help older people to cope with price rises and i know that they do get a, they get a grant or something don't they during the winter to help them with their fuel bills yeah but can well, that's you imagine not tap in mm. what that would cost now yeah so, so they have been calling for 500 um one pounds one-off payment mm. paid to the same cohort of pensioners who received cold weather payments that's what it's oh, called yeah and this would cover most of the shortfall in energy bills this year but that's not true because if they've said that the energy bills have gone up way high way yeah. high uh, some bills that used to be 400 have gone up to like 2000 1500 2000 that is not even going to cover you know elsie so was
4: elsie was paying 17, 17 pound pounds 17 pounds that's 85 that's 204 pounds for the year
3: yeah was now a month okay yes yeah yes
4: now she's paying 85 pound a month yeah so it's gone from 204 pounds to 1,000 yes. and 816 pounds mm. increase
3: yes not on really. so even it? with a 500
4: pound mm. grant she's still out by 216 pound yeah sorry 316 pounds it's not
3: fair where are they going to get this money from where's anybody going to get the money from because like you quite um like you said n- no one's getting any raises no before with the price of inflation the house price used to go up your wages would go up with it so that you could stay level on a level playing field but now that there's such a divide that where do you where is the shortfall where do you make up that that the, the
4: extra. Yeah. And I feel, I I mean, as younger people, we can go out and get a side hustle. Mm. Do you know what I mean? We can go and start an online business and be a creator or whatever. Yeah. Whereas what can an elderly person really do? Mm. They've worked enough of their life. They shouldn't have to then go back to work at 85. Because I know that's what some people have done. Some people that retire end up going back into the workplace yeah. just to make ends meet. So they've got their little pension or their retirement money and then they go back to Semi-retired. Because it's But they, that's they not match.
3: fair. Yeah, like the, 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 the man said that it's he's on the brink of depression and there's nothing that he can do about it. Mm. So, like, yeah. Well, you said something in the break, I will not repeat it. <laughs> um, however, th- things like this mm. man, Watkins said, things are going to get worse. So we've got to brace ourselves for it mm. and help where we can and just really, I guess, be clever with the way that we do things really, isn't it? You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what were you going to say? <laughs> oh no, God. I, I can't. I
4: can't. I'm just very incensed. Mm. I'm incensed that the people that make these rules the and it's not the majority that's the the worst thing about it as well it's not the majority that sit in those chambers and have these discussions Mm. and say this isn't fair i mean for the first time ever i heard um may talk and i was like okay she's making a bit of sense because usually what comes out of her mouth is just ridiculous (laughs) but what she said made sense and i'm Mm. like how can you have these people in chambers with you in the house of parliament with you and you still make these nonsense rules how how how, what, what 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 made you sit there and think, yeah, we've paid over, we paid millions of pounds to PPE that didn't work. We're going to get this money back by hiking up people's taxes mm. and putting up uh, energy prices, even though the price of energy doesn't cost you anymore. It doesn't cost the government anymore. Petrol prices went up, and they've and then up. slowly
3: came down a tiny bit. No, they've stayed up. They've gone up again have they They've gone up again yeah But
4: even that the BP the man the the one of the CEOs in BP said best year's ever how can you say that after we just come out of a pandemic
3: and they were saying how because we were still paying for it this is no, but that's it's what not I'm like saying in the pandemic that they weren't paid any gas
4: but this is what I'm saying how can bills you come paid. out loud and say best year ever yeah. but
3: the price of petrol went up how and what they're saying as well as regards to the energy bills is that they're in profit no but one should be in no profit. Make any sense? No one should be in profit. If that's the case, if you're making people's life hard for you to be in profit then there's something very wrong there. They
4: were in profit because we were all locked up in our house and mm. all we could do was sit there and use the electricity and gas to warm up the house and warm up food. That That's why the, they're in profit. How can you say... And, and how are you using money that goes that's going to energy
3: to pay for the PPE?
4: That doesn't make no, any sense. But they weren't
3: doing that because they didn't have PPE. <laughs> do you know what I mean? They had some, but they didn't have it. No,
4: no, no, no. Because they paid money to their friend... Yeah, Their friends said, I can can get you some PPE. They paid money to their friend, millions they paid to their friend. It was useless. So that useless PPE that they've got sitting somewhere in Mm. some big wherever that's never been used, we're now having to fork out the money. TFL prices went up because they decided to make travel free when everyone was locked in their house because common sense doesn't make no sense.
3: And now they're going to extend the borders of you, They're going to to have other charges driving... It's so much. You know, nonsense. the governments Absolute we we, we look at other countries and complain like with see Putin and what he's doing and it's wrong on so many levels. However, right here under our noses it's just like we're being sucker Same. punched. Sucker punched, Same, you know. Yeah. And we have no say because they've gagged give us gagging orders that we can't go out there and have our say. You know, so it's it is one law for them and another law for everybody else. And how do we get? There's any hackers these out there? I think now it's time they start working and working on their skill. Okay, so yeah, it's sad. It's a sad situation that elderly woman is riding, and she's not the only one. Because it tackled the homeless there. Yeah, they have to do that on a regular. Why should they even be homeless when they're building up so much homes? We looked at it the other day. They're <laughs> building a thousand homes over there. And, 100 and a hundred and something homes are going to go to council residents it's a lie no it's not a lie but those
4: 10%, the ten percent that go to council are going to go to it, it won't be like okay a four pair a four people household you need at least two bedrooms mm. yeah, but the people that are living in emergency accommodation are people that have more than two three children so they need three four bedrooms so they're still going to be overcrowded because we was having this discussion the other day at work they're still going to be overcrowded those new builds that they're building they don't have no life expectancy like they'll fling you in there the place will start mash up and they Mm. won't come and do nothing about it because their comeback is oh well we've housed you yeah so you can just wait for something to become available in eight years time
3: it's a, it's a lot of um, international investment as well. Yeah. The, the, there's so much going on that we don't understand listeners. And what are your thoughts that on it? That also doesn't make make sense. Yeah, what are your thoughts? Give us a call. Oh seven eight nine five one three four seven one three. That's oh seven eight nine five one three four seven one three. Now, a word for the day, because we've kind of done things a different way around tonight. So the word for the day is... Conclave. Conclave. Now, I thought this... Um, was something to do with uh, arching or something, but it wasn't um, conclave. And it's, it was something I'd done at uni, but it it wasn't the, it wasn't the same thing. What is what does it mean? Conclave
4: can be private meeting, a secret assembly, or a general gathering. So
3: mm. So conclave of re- regional leaders of the international organisations is meeting in June. So I think a conclave I heard that word in that context. Before. Regional leaders. So just like a group of leaders, yeah. Mm. So it says, Conclave in, it context, in context, until Franklin Roosevelt invited King George VI and the Queen Mother for a visit in 1939, no reigning British ruler had ever set foot on American soil. With the clouds of war on the horizon, their conclave was a key element in bolstering the relationship between the two nations. So they group of. That's users. very convenient, isn't it? Um, what do
4: you mean? Just before the war happened, they
3: all got together. They all
4: of a sudden went for the first time to the Americas.
3: And it said no reigning British ruler had ever set foot on American soil. That's interesting as well. Even though it's run, because it surely they state claim British Empire part of yeah the Virginia. States. So that's quite
4: interesting as well. But they wouldn't have set foot in there because they would have sent people on boats. Okay, so just... It still doesn't make no sense that you've taken over a country that you've never been in.
3: Well, look at all the Caribbean. But That's what I'm saying. You've taken over a country <laughs> that yeah. you've never been in. Wow. Well, that's shocking. As we say, build your vocabulary, get a word of the day in your inbox every single day. So did you know conclave comes from the Latin word meaning room that can be locked up? from the Latin com, together with clavis, key. The English conclave formerly had the same meaning, but that use is now obsolete. Today, conclaves refer not to the locked rooms, but to the private meetings and secret assemblies that occur within them. The meaning of conclave has also expanded to include gatherings that are not necessarily secret or private, but simply involve people with shared interest. So anyone in the room that has shared interest is a conclave of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Awesome. hmm Okay. So shouting out DJ Caddy and Ninja Man Lloyd. You can catch Caddy and Ninja Man Lloyd on a Thursday evening. So do feel free to tune in. Every single day we have a, a DJ that goes live. So naturally, what was the other question that we were going to tackle?
4: Do educators need training in diversity, equity and inclusion to prevent racial discrimination in schools? Mm, what do you think?
3: Um, we
4: already do, and it doesn't make a difference.
3: Because people will be people.
4: Yeah, you've got... You You have to do... I think it's general consensus now. You've got to do some sort of um, equality and diversity training. Um,
3: and... That doesn't mean you're not going to be racist. Is that part of a professional standards inclusion? Yeah. Or is no, it's, do you know what I'm thinking of? British values. Please don't get me started on British. <laughs> Please let, oh, mum, why <laughs> you go there? Listen.
4: It's true though. From when you have to, this, from when they're forced, from when they're saying, you must embed British values into your teaching. And then when you look at what British values is, it's basically the values of every other nation in the world, more or less. That in itself is not equal, diverse and inclusive Mm. because you're then saying what, so my country that I come from has no values because this is a British value. No, it's not a British value. A value is a value. Respecting others, that's a British value. Respect others' opinions. But that's just, exactly. yeah." Exactly. So when that is already put into teaching, you're, you've you already created a culture mm. that has got some warped thinking that British values are best. It's up
3: there above everything else. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So
4: then when you have these teachers that are coming in and old school teachers and some new school teachers, but mainly old school teachers, ones that have been... In the trenches for years that mm. have always been rigid in their thoughts regardless of whether they do equality and diversity training it's really not it going to make, make a difference. difference
3: yeah but the thing is one of the british values there and like you said it is a thing that go- governs everywhere mm. because what they are the british values are democracy the rule of law individual liberty mutual respect tolerance of those of different faiths and beliefs so taking those last ones like mutual respect And tolerance of those of different faiths and beliefs, if you do embed that into equality, diversity, but if the teachers aren't doing that, then they go in against what they're meant to be teaching other people.
4: From when a teacher can tell my child Mm. when she's 14, whatever. That her hairstyle is inappropriate for school. You're already already going against British values. You've not? already gone against British values. This is what they was doing to young black girls in school. Your really? afro is not appropriate for school. Yeah, Your braids aren't appropriate for anymore. school. Your dreadlock. What they, do you mean they can't do that anymore? They can't do Just that. Just recently, recently, a teacher has cut off a young boy's hair because it wasn't appropriate for school. A My goodness me, <laughs> Jesus, take the world. If I, as a parent, mm. fight not even find out, make my child come home and, 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 and no, but we have, we have to uphold British values. We have to be respectful of others, but you haven't had respect for my culture yeah, yeah, yeah. because dreadlocks that, are part of the, the culture, no?
3: But as part of, as part of the British value is to have respect for other people's faiths, so on and so forth. So, a teacher doing that, I mean, she should lose her job for doing something Even, like that. It, but she won't, though, because she didn't know. No. Even in
4: adult education, this happened very recently, and when I say recently, I mean within the last two years. Um, We had a student start with us, mm. and her first day or week, she had braids in, but they were, like, she had black braids, but they had, like, blue and lilac, yeah. and they were nice. One of our leads... One of our leads said, "You're gonna have to talk to her because she she can't wear those. They're not professional." And one of our other leads, who is white, had to go to this person and say, "You can't say that." Yeah,
3: because you got you got to democracy means that you have a right. No, but that's got got nothing to that's got
4: nothing to do with democracy. How I wear my hair? Yeah, you can come into work. Same workplace has a white woman that comes in with pink hair
3: yeah but no one definitely. tells
4: her that her pink hair is not professional yeah. so why is it that when my student comes in with braids that i've got purple and lilac in them all of a sudden it's not a professional hairstyle mm. and you are the same person that says oh i love cultures i love your hair oh you've got a and you want to touch it but then you're telling my student that, that her hair is not professional yeah how are we in 2020 and we're still having <laughs> these conversations about hairstyles
3: the fun the thing is here it says that Ninety percent of educators have not received essential diversity, equity, equity and inclusion training, and this does help to uh, to prevent. Well, like you said, it doesn't really, does it? No, and I'm going to say they're it not inner pre- city prevent teachers. Prevent racial discrimination in schools because we saw that on the school of governors that ninety percent of the people that are on the school of governors are white, are white old men. <laughs> you know, so like you just said, there, report addresses hair discrimination in schools. <laughs> yes. You know, implementing the required training for all school staff so that children with Afro hair can have a full education experience is the goal without being discriminated against, you know. How is that in a sentence? It's in the sentence because you probably have to spell it out for people. I have to tell you that that my natural hair,
4: Alice can come in with her hair down every day. Can she not? Even Jacqueline, who's got a bit of a curly hair... No, me, I go I'm going there. Jacqueline, who's got a bit of a kink in her hair, can come in with her hair out. Mm. But me, with my afro, I look unkempt. Oh, you've got to put your hair in a ponytail. Why have I got? Why have I got to put my hair in a ponytail, mm. please? Well, even those Lydia...
3: can here can here be part of a uniform policy. But
4: it can though. We've got hair in our uniform policy. Wow. But it's cross the board. Right. Your hair has to be t- tied up off the shoulders that's yeah. men women binary non-binary whatever you relate to and identify as yeah. you have to have your hair tied up in a bun or not in a bun but it has to be off your shoulders but we've got nurses that come in with an afro let them turn around and tell a nurse that you can't wear an afro and... it's not on my shoulders Yeah, actually my hair's the most appropriate because it <laughs> defies gravity do you know what I mean
3: what are you going to say well it's, it's quite an in, in, interesting question isn't it about... even the
4: hijabs caused problems last the, year yeah because yeah. of- and They shouldn't. No, but it was because of um, because of the whole changes to PPE and infection control that mm. happened with, in the hospital environment and working with aerosol generated procedures, whatever. Yeah. Um, the new masks that came in, some of the um, Muslim girls were not happy to take their hijab and their headscarf off to put okay. it on, but you couldn't turn around to someone and say, you couldn't put them on standards for that you couldn't say well no you must no no, you have to adapt and find yeah, another way yeah, for them to work
3: yeah and that this is it isn't it if we're going to be inclusive and diverse we have to find ways in which to, everyone you know meets in the middle and there's a common ground so that you know you're not going to get teachers cutting children's hair off because if that had to <laughs> been my child oh, my all hell would have broken loose in there it's a bit like the young girl as well recently that we spoke about. All these things, if maybe if teachers were a bit more oh, aware of the yeah mm-hmm. cultures, and it's not just of black children. There's like you said, Asians, with the the hijab, the whole all of that, as well as other forms of culture. Mm. But the funny thing is that Jewish people go to their own schools, you know. But we uh, we 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 did try having our own um, school, but do you know the one? Was it the one at the back? That they that they closed down. What one did Bruce they close Grove, with? the one that they closed down, the black school. Oh, John Loughborough. That one. That was our school. That was a, That was a church so, school, and it was disgusting. It's, we we want all these things like diversity and inclusion, don't we? But, what you know, what are we doing?
4: Don't you think though the fact that we have to have training, so. We are mm. constantly told that in our teaching, when we do our lesson planning and whatever, we've got to, like we was we've talking about embedding British yeah. values, we've got to make sure that if we have a neuro neurodivergent student that's dyslexic or mm. as Asperger's or whatever, we have to adapt our methods so that we can be inclusive of everyone. Yeah. How are you able to be inclusive of someone who reads backwards, but you can't be inclusive of someone who looks pretty much the same as you, but their hair is different. Mm. I, I don't understand that. that. How, how are you prepping a whole lesson to be different, but your opinion on someone's culture affects you delivering that information? I, I think
3: that opinion should be taken out of it, but we've spoken on that about non-conscious... Um, non-conscious bias. con- conscious biases. And it goes down to the individual teacher... So whether you're going to do lessons on inclusion and diversity, it's still the culture of the teacher that may need to change. And they may not want to. Like you said, you've got these ones that probably been there for years, part of the furniture, and they're used to doing things a certain way and not changing with the times because times are changing. Yeah. And now this whole thing of inclusion, of diversity, of equality and non-discrimination within you know the classroom that it needs to be a thing of the past but still it keeps on flagging up all the time mm. constantly child q is a, a prime example of that mm. because that whole situation could have been dealt with differently as yeah. well as the young boy who's hair got cut but, yeah, but i, I think yeah tell the parents it's before re- doing that <laughs> why would you not phone the
4: parents did they phone the parents about the girl getting naked no this right
3: but i'm saying why why are you not including because part of that inclusion of equality is getting the parents involved and in the team where they're yeah. coming from
4: but i also think even it's not just it's not just color deep either or culture deep i think it's a male and female thing mm. teachers tend in my opinion tend to favor females over mm. males and it's Again, the same principle, the delivery between those two groups is gonna be different. Mm. Girls tend to catch on things quicker than boys do. Yeah. But if you don't have that training, I, I don't know, I feel like that's, isn't that what teacher training is? It teaches you how to adapt to your surrounding. It teaches you how to teach Jackie different than you teach Juliet, than you teach James. Like that's what you learn for your whole year to two years of teacher training
3: strategies and but exactly yeah but it doesn't include i I don't recall it ever including anything of inclusivity yeah differentiation but but that's what inclusivity is differentiating What? Understanding the difference
4: between one student to the next. Yeah. No
3: student is the same. But th- that's according to learning, not according to who that student is. Do you, do you, but there isn't is it a, a
4: learning? No. A holistic. Do you know what? Yeah.
3: The things that come up.
4: Ofsted has opened my eyes to the things that I looked at. If you were in a, if you looked at a school in a fishbowl. Yeah. Yeah. They don't just look at your English paper that you gave your student. They look at, did this English paper give this student confidence in themselves? Mm. Did it give them self-development? Did they start off feeling a bit anxious about delivering this paper and understanding the words that are written? So when you... you know, gave them the homework three weeks later, they felt more cough It's a whole it. all rounder. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if you are not able to look at that fishbowl and think we're not just teaching English, we're also teaching soft skills and people skills. Mm. That means you as a teacher, you don't have no people skills.
3: And sad to say some people, some teachers don't have people skills. Some teachers are so detached and far removed mm. from the student. And that's what causes the issues yeah, it's not taking the time out for because I've been working both sides, and I see how yes teachers are under pressure. Mm. I fully understand that, but that it's just like one size fits all, and if it doesn't. if you know James up the, is is more clever than the other students. Mm he's going to sit out in the hall because uh, I'm not creating enough that was of really... what he needs yeah. to keep him occupied. Yeah, You see? And it's and not what's... just that. Our young black boys are extremely smart. Yeah. But sadly, our, uh, if they get out line once, they're kicking them out and then they end up in these exclusion centres mm. when they don't need to be there.
4: But it's even like now I've got a learner who academically nah they can get the work done they're a bit lazy but academically they're not amazing but practically oh my goodness if the course was 100 practical there would be no concern there would be no worry there would be you know like we'd be happy mm. but because there is an element of this course where you have to be academic and you have to understand how to do assignments and things like that yeah you're then now having to bring the 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 student down because they're not meeting the general standards and that's not that's not down to our teaching that's down to the actual program itself doesn't allow you to just say you know what he can just be practical yeah and i think that's a bit unfair i think
3: it is being adaptable yeah and that's the whole point of inclusion and just allowing a student to be themselves Mm to be diverse and it is about being malleable malleable yeah and not just having it one way and if you don't do it this way then you're just going to fail because it doesn't work for everyone yeah so it says that 90 percent of educators have not received training about how equality how the equality act applies to things such as afro hairstyles and, and an increasing aspect of racial discrimination in schools which falls within the uniform policies that they can set these things when they got to really understand the cultures and again who is creating policy. Right. So it um, doesn't just I said it doesn't just stop at the teachers. It's got to come from the top all the way down, all the way down to the lady cleaning and, and doing the dinner the dinners. Mm. Because they also has don't to be pay attention to the kids. They don't. They because don't.
4: When my child can come in with a black eye and no one knows how I, it came I know. how it happened.
3: Oh that was crazy, wasn't it? So what are your thoughts out there, listeners? Let us know. 07895 that's 07895 we're just going to go to some of the comments here in Facebook um, in regards to that question on edu- the educators and Sonia says we we just had a teacher training on diversity and most of the staff attended I had some other appointments at school so I couldn't make it but it was very interesting supposedly
4: yeah, I would. I would be interested to know as well who delivers these sessions.
3: Yeah, yeah, that would be nice to know who delivers these sessions, if if they are delivered. You you said you just had a session on. No, yours. we we do
4: our sessions online. Okay. So, the. I'm assuming I did one when I started because my annual hasn't come up yet to do yeah. it, but um. What's
3: included in that? Because I know I've done one on medical laser. See ours is.
4: See, that's not inclusion, no. that's that's to do with prevent, that's to do with stopping people that you think are gonna go and blow up the town. Yeah. That's what that's to do with. But I don't, I feel like when I did do the training, it wasn't interesting and it was, not to be funny, white people talking about how not to be racist, but they've never really experienced it. Mm-hmm. And the the comments that they're being, that they're making, You know, when you sit in a session, you're just like, you really don't have any clue what you're talking about. That's how some of these sessions come across.
3: And that's the trouble is that the the ones that are given the delivery as well. Mm. So we're going to implement the, again, those unconscious biases within, unless you do some really thorough research and you might just do it from one way. Mm. You know, we had one come in and they were talking about sex when that's irrelevant. It really was irrelevant in our... What about equality and diversity? Yeah. It in it, it was in No, but it's... they will
4: do that because it's inclusion. So they're talking about um how you treat someone who may identify as homosexual or non-binary or along that spectrum. That's why yeah. they've included that now because it's not just about race. Okay. They don't just cover race. They talk yeah. about all of those yeah. different things. And one thing I did um I delivered a session on unconscious bias. Yeah. And it was um with a group of nurses and one of the nurses is male and the rest were all female. And when you look at the statistics of this questionnaire that I was asking, um, better looking people get employed for certain jobs, better looking people are higher paid, Mm -hmm. um, males over females. When it comes to, when you both go for a job with the same qualifications and the same, um, experience yeah. they will employ the male over the female because they think the female's gonna go off and get pregnant and things like that. Mm. So all of that comes into equality. As much as they say being gay, pregnant, black, disabled, you are a protected characteristic. It's not true. It's not true. Once you no. go into that interview room, that person can look at you and make a decision straight yeah. away.
3: And they're gonna that's and that is going to be one of the deciding factors as well, what a person looks like. Hundred percent no you know it's, 100% it come through and let's hope that they can change the, the, the these ideas and the ways that they do things but again just like the heating and the electricity it's a long time coming I like, don't think know.
4: interviewing will ever be a fair process because opinion opinion is always yeah gonna be as much as you don't want it to be it's always going to be a deciding factor by that panel
3: yeah Alright beautiful people, we've really come quite close to the end of the evening and we have one last question to ask you all, one last question, we'd like for you to join in with us I think we're going to be running a competition next week, alright and this competition we're going to be giving away some tickets for uh, the boat party on the 16th of July Um. so we're going to try and get some good, we, we've got to work it out what kind of competition it is that we'll run so we're going to be giving away some tickets for the boat party Um, On the 16th of July, um, that's coming up very soon. A couple of months, we'll be on there partying with everybody. All right, So remember to check out the website, allflavoursradio.com, for further information. So the next question we're going to ask is, what would you do? What would you do if you could see into the future, naturally, Lily?
4: I don't think I'd want to see into the future. No. Because the way things are (laughs) are going right now... Unless I could fast forward time, yeah,
3: I wouldn't want to see into the future. Unless you could fast forward time, yeah,
4: and get and get past through all the madness, and then there's something good at the end of it. i would just, just let's just trudge trudge along, being oblivious to yeah, what's gonna what's happen.
3: Gonna happen I don't know what I would if I could see the future because the future might be bright mm. and promising. It doesn't look like it? Right now, though, it does It, it doesn't. But is that because, you know, at the top of the hour, we had that, didn't we? Words matter and what we speak into our lives, into existence. No.
4: No? I do believe in manifestation, but I believe that manifestation affects us as an individual. Yeah. My life, I can manifest, but there are some things in the surroundings and in this, world and in this universe that there is no amount of manifestation yeah. that can happen i'm sure the people that live in ukraine manifested that we would never go to war but there are some things that you just cannot obviously, have control obviously over obviously
3: to- yeah that's what it is some things are out of our control but i wasn't talking so much on manifestation but outlook and the way that we see things mm. like we can dwe- we can dwell on the negative and it will always be negative yeah or we can dwell on the positive. So, we, yeah, we know that we've spoken of that old lady riding the bus today. Yeah. And it is a sad situation. However, thankfully, it is the summer. Summer's here. And it, really it's, not so as, it's not as bad, you know. It's warm outside. Yeah, you know, you can I enjoy guess. nice long walks. It's just the way we look at things, really, isn't it? A, again, is a glass half empty or is it half full?
4: But you shouldn't have to. That's the point you shouldn't have she shouldn't have to sit and say oh at least I'm warm on the bus that should not be an, an option. option yeah yeah and that's the problem the problem is that people have dictated how we can live our lives mm. and the dictation means that i can't remember what her name was elsie elsie has decided instead of sitting in a nice warm house on her sofa watching countdown she has to sit on the bus with noisy teenagers. Countdown.
3: What is countdown? No, I'm
4: not gonna lie though. Daytime television is awful. <laughs> the adverts. I can tell you. The adverts I mean, maybe it is good actually, Elsie's riding the bus. Because the adverts are all about have you got your your funeral plan in place? Oh, stop it. Daytime television will <laughs> have you believing you're gonna die in a, in a week's time. So wow. maybe it's a good thing she's riding the bus. It's awful. <laughs> Because while you're watching Poirot, because I do love a bit of why while you're watching an Agatha Christie Poirot, and then it comes. There's adverts coming in. And the chair's lifting you out. You can. Mm, oh, there's no. a chair lifting you out of the chair. And then you the first thing that comes up sun life. Have mm. you planned your funeral? Relieve the stress from your family. I'm like, no. We can't do it. Okay, so may in that sense, <laughs> yes, Elsie, That's ride the bonus. bus, ride the bus and look That's at the young bonus. ones. But oh, wow, she shouldn't have to be forced to make that decision. That's what the point is, she shouldn't be forced to make that choice.
3: And sometimes we are forced to make choices, and sometimes things are out of our control, and then there's other things that we can control. Yeah, oh, beautiful people, how are you doing out there? Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the show. So, Lily, do we have a book? We've got to get new books, don't we? No, uh, we haven't hardly doing got our, through this Our laws book. of power. We're going to see what's in this one. This is the health, the health, 100 health tips that we have here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what what you thanks. found there, Lily? Um, <clears throat> and like we say, tomorrow on the show, uh, you can you can catch DJ Charlie Muir from 7 till 9, as well as Darnell the Therapist from 9 till 11 and we do have djs going live every single day please and remember to check out the schedules and see um what you know whatever given night that you'd like to tune in and we'd also like to say a big thank you to george flavors doing some amazing stuff we have tune in up and running so we can still um log in on to tune in and um it's wonderful that we do have this worldwide platform to reach A wider audience. Yes, Lily.
4: Breathe deep to clear your head. The
3: brain is the body's second largest
4: organ and uses 20% of the total oxygen pumping around your body. Make sure you feed it well with daily deep breathing exercises to boost oxygen
3: circulation. Ooh, so... Breathe deeply. Breathing
4: deeply. Breathing deeply but, while you think of the madness that is happening, but knowing that you're refreshing your body with the life-saving oxygen that you're breathing in.
3: Okay. At <laughs> least <Alicia's deep, sighs> she's breathing deeply. So I have like not box nobody down. Uh, uh, like, listen, yeah, I was, and... I was almost at that point yesterday to <laughs> put my. Enough... <laughs> uh, you know when someone can just just right, really trigger you like it's yeah. just and it's d- does a heat come up in your body yeah I fire. People, like coming up in my fire. solar plexus and it's just like no hold it down <laughs> you know so I'll tr- and I was breathing and she was like what are you breathing for you know I had this person oh tell me God. ask me why I was breathing it's just like well that's just what we do to alive. keep
5: alive
4: today someone asked me a really stupid question and um what the funny thing was is it, is it,
5: is
4: no it was, a, it was a stupid question it was a stupid question <laughs> and um, and my response I was really proud of it <laughs> and two of my other colleagues were in the room and when we went upstairs I was relaying this question to the rest of my <laughs> colleagues because it was that foolish and my colleagues said to me you were really, you did really well because <laughs> we they know I can be
3: quite sarcastic Yeah, you were
4: really professional <laughs> I
3: think she was shocked. Did you breathe? Did you take a deep breath? I
4: did because yeah. I had to think about what she said. Yeah. So when she said it and then she added a little bit of the end and I was like, okay, I was so going go. oh, okay. <laughs> to say this,
3: but then I gave first.
4: her the politically correct answer. But mm-hmm. it was a stupid question. What's the stupid question? I can't.
3: I'll tell you after. You can't. All right. <laughs> I don't think that any question's stupid if you ask it. No, okay. So <laughs> Lily, take it back. Take it back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, beautiful people, we thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, we look forward to seeing you again next week on the show, a Drive Time show where we speak on facts, life, and yeah, really all things being all things to all people, food, for us and by us. So, thank you so much for tuning in. Give yourselves a nice round of applause. And I guess, naturally, Lili, all we have left to say, we'll Eeyore's. We will see y'all. y'all. On on the the other other side. side. Take care.